Hypebeast Radio. I'm Jeff Staple, and this is The Business of Hype, a show about creative entrepreneurs, brand builders, innovators, and the realities behind the dreams they've built. Today's guests are no strangers to the slow grind of building a business. A French electronic music record label turned fashion brand and cafe, Maison Kitsune is the brainchild of founders Gilda Lueck and Masaya Kiroki. Most of you guys may recognize the French brand for its tri-colored fox logo and clean, elevated, preppy silhouettes. But what most of you may not know is that the two co-founders joined forces in affiliation with famed electronic duo Daft Punk. Under their music label, Kitsune Music, they have birthed numerous musicians today, such as Phoenix, Kilokish, Two-Door Cinema Club, and more. And while music and fashion go hand-in-hand hand today, Gilda and Messiah were the forerunners to it all. From managing multiple artists to DJing around the world, and eventually creating their fashion label, the two are creative pioneers in their own right, from curating modern electronic music to creating interpretations of Parisian sophistication. They are the personification of effortless cool. And while very little credit may be given to them, streetwear culture and popular lifestyle brands owe these two individuals a lot. Nearly two decades into this business, their brand has expanded to retail stores and cafes worldwide. And while most entrepreneurs are itching to globalize as soon as possible, Maison Kitsune's business is quite the opposite of that. Their business runs on their own timeline, working in a manner that is truly in alignment to the integrity of their brand. So this week, we have the honor of diving into the brand Maison Kitsune with founders Gilda Lueke and Masaya Kiroki. And we talk about how their slow grind and perseverance brought them the success they have today. All right. So um, thanks for coming to our New York studio. You guys flew here from very, very far away, respectively. Um, Tell us first, before we get into it, uh, introduce yourselves. Who do we have in the room with us today? I'm Masaya Kuroki, co-founder of Maison Kitsune. Okay. And uh, I'm the other co-founder of uh, Maison Kitsune, Gilda Loeg. Okay. I could tell by your accents you're not from America. (laughs) <laughs> Where no. are you guys from originally? No, we love America, but we're not from America. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, myself, I'm from Bretagne, Brittany, which is west of France, which okay. is like uh, actually uh, there is Atlantic Ocean, America, and and I'm I'm just on the other side of France, like it's called Bretagne. Okay. So I was born in uh, Yamagata, which is north of Japan, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I moved to Paris when I was twelve. Okay. Yeah. And then since then, well, time time I was coming to New York mm-hmm. and then today here, you know, talking about our, you know, business. Okay. With you. But you feel, you personally feel more French than, do you identify as being Asian or French, Japanese? Like, yeah, I, I will say, I will say I'm Japanese. Okay. Definitely. Okay. But with the French attitude. <laughs> so it's uh, not easy to deal with. Right. Yeah. The best of both worlds. Yeah. Or the, wor- <laughs> the worst of both worlds. I am saying, so. Right. Okay, so let's, I want to go back a little bit before you started Kitsune. You know, what were you guys doing respectively, you know, on your own lives? He was more busy than me. Yeah, he had a job and everything. Oh, I, I actually like, I actually like if you describe <laughs> each other's lives. <laughs> yeah, so okay. you tell me what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, he had a, he had a great job. I mean, dealing, you know, in a record shop. That's mm-hmm. how first I met. Okay. You know? He had a great record shop and then we all hanging there, you know. So selling vinyl records. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was like selling vinyl to DJ yeah. early on. Like, but when I was young, like was, it was like a long time ago. I was like 19. So it was like, I was. Music dealer. I, I was, yeah. Okay. I was like. I set up a record vinyl store and I'm selling vinyl to DJ. So uh, at the in you know New York, I grew up in the same era, but 
but that was like fat beats like was it like that oh, kind yeah, of thing well, oh, so yeah, same, but like <laughs> name was street sound so you same. no oh. but like uh, no it was uh, it was just in front of like um, of a um, skate shop called street machine what kind street of like machine, it, yeah. it was kind of e place in paris at mm -hmm. that time back in the day it was carrying on like early on uh, streetwear brands like uh And um, but I, I, it's accidentally I was just like uh, in front and and uh, accidentally but but, yeah. uh, but <laughs> there was a and, and Masaya was one of the cool kids like coming over to the uh, street machine store mm -hmm. and and like uh, checking what's going on in the in the vinyl uh, DJ things right and uh, but um, that's all we we. We met uh, as a earlier. customer. He was as a like, customer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. I never um, spent any money, so well, technically not customer, no, but yeah. <laughs> right. I wish I could. You just hung out in the store, yeah. annoyingly. Yeah. And um, no, yeah. Um, okay. Do you know what he was doing? Uh, I, he was um, uh, into a street not far from from mine, like mm -hmm. uh, into a, what we call a second hand store, like a drift store. I don't know. Yes. You said drift and store. Was, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And he was selling like uh, old a collector, old collector sneakers, like uh, uh, the owner of this store were bringing from Japan. Oh, so, okay. So early days, uh, like a early reseller. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so sh sneakers in been, Paris. Uh, yes. Yeah. Sneakers had been bought in in America, I guess. Right. Been sent to Japan and bought in Japan and yep. come back to <laughs> Paris. So you see, very sustainable, like second hand sneakers. Yeah. So what what year are we talking about here? Uh, I think it was like uh, uh, I was like an uh, like uh, it was ninety 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 one. No, later, later. <laughs> no, no, no. It was like uh, around that. Let's see who can prove each other right or wrong here. No, oh, it was wow. in my. Uh, 19, you're, you're like 20s. 10 years apart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> no, no, it was a long oh, time ago. Yeah. Okay. So and uh, then I. But anyway, some of my customers were like the, at that time, like the young uh, guys from uh, Daft Punk. <laughs> and I, I moved from my vinyl store to start to work with them. So I've been uh, working with Daft Punk during a, a, a good numbers of, uh, of years. And, okay. and that's why I know the date, because they've been releasing the music at that time. Like, uh, mm -hmm. He might be right. I might believe him. Yes. Then. Yeah. Yes. He's got a discography to reference. <laughs> exactly. And... Uh, Oh, it's, thanks God. And, and um, yeah, no, and um, we were seeing us by time to time still with Masaya, but like with Daft Punk at some point, we, we they, because uh, they've been into producing some music video in, in Japan mm -hmm. uh, with a anime, uh, a great anime director called Leiji Matsumoto, mm -hmm. who's like famous for uh, Captain Harlock and blah, blah. And we, I remember Masaya like being like a French guy, but like speaking Japanese mm -hmm. and being around. So instead of taking a local uh, translator in yeah. Japan, we, we've been in touch with Masaya to, to bring him with us in Japan just to hang out and like be the guide. Uh, oh, wow. and, like, uh, Do you remember when you were first asked to help out with Daft Punk and what he was doing? Um, yeah, kind of, kind of, <laughs> kind of. I mean, you know, that time we were, we were all dreaming and we were all like, you know, hanging out all together. And it's more like a project. You can't really think like seriously, oh, you guys bring me to my own country and then I should I do the guide? And then, you know, you don't have the idea of the, mm -hmm. you know, how big was the project, yeah. you know. Right. Because, you know, Daft Punk, come on, you know. Yeah, right. But at that time, we realized uh, that just Masaya was um, having a, not a, such a great Japanese yeah. since he actually, actually, he was like moved to France like uh, in early days. But so, I think, no, but it was fun. Uh, so we hung out there and, and we've been doing so much uh, store and like it was crazy Japan at that time. So mm -hmm. it was like uh, so much collectible, so much concept store, so much things. So for yeah. us, like coming yeah. from Paris was totally crazy. Right. And that's where we kind of like um, start to 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 get like a start of what we we uh -huh. will be doing uh, as a brand and like uh, uh, quite conceive a bit the early days of like uh, of Kitsune. Right. It's been very much yeah, it's Parisian like uh, base, but like mm -hmm. with a strong uh, Japanese inspiration. Right. It's mm -hmm. interesting because I thought it was just enough that you were working at a thrift store selling sneakers, you were working at a music store, and I thought it was enough that you two linked in Paris to form the brand, but you really needed that extra 
Japanese influence.、Uh, yeah, Japan、mm-hmm. was、uh, crucial for us. Like、mm-hmm. it was a,、mm-hmm. it was a, yeah, it was like store, like carrying like furniture, like having coffee, like a,、um, like a tableware, and having、mm-hmm. like incredible like cross brand we never heard and see.、Yeah. It was like all all these alalalajuku.、Uh, yeah, how you say it properly? Alajuku. Alajuku. Alajuku.、Uh, <laughs> my Japanese、road. got better since. <laughs> <laughs> was crazy that time there. It was like、uh, and 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 Japanese been buying all the、uh, all the sneakers from everywhere in the、yeah. world. Just there, concentrating、right. uh, all those、uh, vintage second hand and 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 clothing also. So it was、uh, crazy and and、uh, yeah. So when did you guys sit down and say, let's start a brand? Yeah, was it that? Was it that yeah, black no, and white? And we were, yeah, and we were、mm. like thinking that oh, they do love、um, uh, Paris so much in、yeah. Japan, or, and 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 we are from Paris. So there is something to do between this idea of Paris that that Japanese got in their mind, and and also at that time there was like the moment all the brands they love they was like been moving their production in、um, in China. Yeah. So. And Japanese consumers, they have a strong knowledge about like the quality, the, the, the quality, yeah, the yeah. product, and everything.、Mm-hmm. So, and the made in is very important. So,、yes. having all those brands they were loving going to manufacture in China, that's something they were not like、uh, very keen about.、Mm-hmm. And they were having this this space on the market where they were looking for something authentic, made in France, made in,、uh, and and that could tell a story that they were that was resonating with them. So. That's all we kind of like start to think about, like to to build something from from that perspective point of view. Yeah. Okay. How did you come up with the name? Well, to make the long story short, you know,、um, you see crocodile、mm-hmm. a lot. You see horses. Yep. You see the the chicken, the cock. Yeah, yeah. You know, there is a tiger too. Uh huh. And then why not bring in the fox? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you were thinking, let's find an animal. Yeah, and then, then you know, could be nice to could be nice to have you know because we were thinking that time let's do something timeless you know yeah and then well what could be you know what kind of figures you know、mm-hmm. because we didn't want to have one logo right not just to have more fun of playing with a、yeah. name、yep. because when you say kitsune you don't really know what it is obviously、no. but it sounds Japanese but you don't know what it is、mm-hmm. exactly and when you say the meaning obviously people get curious as well. Kitsune means fox in Japanese. Yeah, fox. Okay. It. Yeah. It's literally, Kitsune is a fox. Fox. Okay.、Yeah. So it's um, it's the idea was just create a curiosity. Yeah. And then you ask me, you know, why it's the fox,、mm-hmm. or how comes it's a fox? Yep. But, it becomes memorable. Yeah. Then, but yeah. actually, it's um, there's not really <laughs> the, the no, twig issue. Yeah. No, but like by the time going, at, it's neat times because we're doing the brand since 15 years.、Mm-hmm. But like we still have a long way to go. But like、uh, with a Bigger brand awareness, like、uh, I think people could at some point down the line,、uh, when they will see a fox, like some more, like into some piece close、uh, piece of clothing,、yeah. they might、uh, relate that to to Maison Kitsune or something. It takes times. Yeah, I mean, like us, been there since、uh, a good one hundred years. Right, we should check、yeah. on Wikipedia before saying like whatsoever. But、right. there, yeah, and it was also a time where they were also less、uh, potential competitor. Where today, like.、Uh, There is、uh, mm, so much brands, brands、yeah. so many brands like、uh, burgeoning or whatsoever、yeah. uh, happening every day, and、mm. so there is also、um, uh, yeah like more to do in terms of like being visible, like having a chance to be seen, and like so. Yeah, I like the fact that you added Maison in the front, so it felt <laughs> like a house of fashion. Yeah,、right? it wasn't the case at that time when we added、uh, Maison. But uh, since uh, we can proudly say that we are a proper maison, because we we've been investing、uh, since two seasons into、uh, in-house uh, studio atelier,、mm-hmm. so we now have like a pattern maker, a, a sewer, uh, like、mm-hmm. uh, and we're building our collection in-house in、mm-hmm. Paris now.、It's、totally so, vertically yeah, in-house, yeah, and、uh, something we are very proud of, and、mm-hmm. it's it's been a journey, but like、uh, it's we do feel there is a space、uh, between the big giant and like.、Uh, LVMH and,、yeah. and caring like to be a little French、uh, Paris house and it's taking time. We're not like in、uh, those people are there since、oh, again like more than 100 years、yeah. or so.、Mm. Yeah. So like build a brand is taking away like、uh, you、right. need to be patient. You need、yeah. to be keeping your do your ground job like、mm-hmm. uh, working on quality authenticity and like and slowly、uh, elevate and 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 get. 
better savoir-faire and knowledge about like the the right. uh, the production and the do you ever the think silhouette. about that like you ever think about how it was like 125 150 years ago when Chanel just started or Hermès just started like it must have felt almost like streetwear where it was like let's just start like we have to start and then build right like it was a yeah a, a lens of a skirt was a, was a, was making the news mm -hmm. uh, yeah like a like a like a lens of the of a sleeve, of a sleeve yeah. was like a, totally disrupting and people were shocked so mm -hmm. it was inventing every everything each time like certainly yeah, yeah. so so you're trying to make a house like they were hundreds yeah, of years like, ago but the difference is uh, I'm not sure there is anything to invent still, but uh, egoistically talking, uh, we're just like uh, having fun doing it, and like uh, and like it's part of what we happy to do every day, and so uh, it's kind of entertain us to take care of building a brand and uh, right. Um, potentially, uh, there is some designer uh, which we don't say we are, are which are interesting in building the silhouette of the future of like uh, uh not us no we right. do like to <laughs> do us. like a very nice quality clothing like mm -hmm. with the uh, the best comfort and shape and like uh and chicness and that could be uh timeless so mm -hmm. it's not mm -hmm. more than that that ambition it's 15 years old now you said 15 yeah five one five and uh what did you start the collection with? Was it like, what were the base pieces when you first started? T-shirts, shirts, cardigan, slim cut jeans, and one, two button jackets. Okay. Yeah, looks like a, yes, a student in the Ivy League. Mm -hmm. And all made in France. I Italy, mm -hmm. um, France, Scotland, all good stuff from Europe. You right. Know? Yeah. So I it wasn't cheap to do that production, I'm sure. Did you use the money that you made from your day jobs? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, DJ, you mean? <laughs> DJ. No, but, yeah, well, the, the, well, the, we can talk about it. No, but yeah, so we have. Uh, is there is drug dealing involved? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there is a, the the DJ life, but like which is kind of same than drug dealing, perhaps yeah. for all our friend DJ listening. No, but yeah. we have a we, we since we were our early days starting. Uh, uh, a side of uh, uh, my job with the which was my background like working uh, in in terms of music production with Daft Punk we mm -hmm. we start early days a music label uh, with Kitsune okay. so we were like releasing a lot of vinyl for DJ club music or okay. or single from like indie artists from UK like uh, and uh, and the label were was starting to get a reputation so Masaya and I were like following the music a bit everywhere like mm -hmm. and make kitsune party yeah. and, and so we've been doing the dj during like what well, like uh well, well, no, well, lots of years six yeah. seven okay. even yeah, more yeah. and uh which kind of like a virtuous uh, uh nice uh, cycle where we we were invited to do the dj whatsoever in seoul or in like oslo bergen or okay. los angeles whatsoever and to do Kitsune party, and we are getting a fee, we are fly, and 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 and, and that's what makes us having a living. But yeah. same time, we were investing part of the money in terms of like uh, development, closing, uh -huh. uh, taking a little store. Like we were like our first little store, were like 10, 10 square meter into the central of Paris. Yeah. So it was like kind of like this vir vir like a, uh, what was uh, trying to find a good word in English. Uh, virtuous and trying to organic yeah like something mm -hmm. which is making it like a because kitsune so it was like a label and a, a dj crew slash yes. party yeah like they were before they, it was yeah they were telling us we were a collective yeah. okay a collective which yeah. was very annoying <laughs> for us because we wanted yeah. to make a brand and actually we were two so i don't know how many people need to make a collective but two <laughs> people <laughs> but it's um it, it, no it was an interesting time but and so we were using those, those moments we were in those territory, like visiting stores, talking to buyers, introducing mm -hmm. the clothesline. So uh, we were doing uh, Virgil Abloh, like uh, pretty yeah. much. Well, I was going to ask you, actually, because we nowadays... We were Virgil Abloh. Yeah, but I mean, like nowadays but, but with we, no but, vacancy and no wave and places and spaces and Virgil... Yeah they all started or rooted in partying and DJing yeah. and club culture and then yeah. spun off fashion out of that. Mm -hmm. You guys did it 15 years ago at plus. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I mean like, and 
same with the uh, yeah, potentially a bit under the radar and it was not uh, so Instagram and like no, it was not right. that live no. at that time. It was early day uh, of the um, streaming music. So, yeah. but um, why do you think there is this connection between club culture, music, and starting a fashion brand? <laughs> why did why do these kids always have to eventually start a fashion brand? Um, <laughs> at some point, but uh, I yeah, think like I think yeah, I cool. could see like a yeah. white. Uh, Uh, all imagery is like coming up from like a, a club nightlife. in a club nightlife yeah. in, in um, La Hacienda in, in in Peter Saville. So mm -hmm. so it's uh, yeah it, I, I I think yeah even like but music is always related to fashion somehow. But like yeah um, ourselves we I don't know how to express it but uh, we were I think it's more like a practical thing than mm -hmm. than a passionating I should not say that for all the fans of the music label but like uh, doing the DJ for us was just like mostly to to be in the capacity to to make a living and yeah. uh, also uh, uh, with a second thought about like meeting uh, buyers right. uh, where I will give the credit to all the people we were like mentioning before which are truly passionate by mm -hmm. being a DJ I'm not sure Virgil need to do the DJ I don't know Correct. I'm not in his place but like right. Mm, uh, right. he, he got but I'm sure he's very passionate he's, yeah. he's love to to DJ and, mm -hmm. and Ourselves, we, we are not that much passionate by doing the, the, the DJ. <laughs> Do you agree, Messiah? Like, yeah, no, but I mean, we, we, we are the best DJ in the world, just to say. <laughs> yeah. But like, we okay. were not super passionate. I mean, it, it's yeah, it's part of the part of the part of the job we were mm -hmm. taking because it was great meeting people mm -hmm. for sure. You know, yeah, we, we could, yeah, we could because obviously no Instagram, no, I mean, that time it was, it was hard to, for us to, to tell him who we, we were, yeah. you know, where we were, right. you know, but it's easier to invite them to a party. Yeah. That's so, like, you know, yeah. so, you know, you go every single party, at least you meet like a hundred and hundred mm -hmm. and the kids and yeah. they're watching you. And then, you know, you can share the, your music, your culture. Right. And then same time, you just show your, you know, your clothing and then, mm -hmm. you know, go to the desk store and then you can have you know our yeah. collection soon right and then so that was more very close so mm -hmm. so that time those kids actually they're still our customers today mm -hmm. you know grow up adult wow. and then, you know coming back again. yes that cool. is a this is you know maybe the connection it's there is a stronger yeah. there's i feel more love mm -hmm. in this doing this because we sp we sweat all together in a partying yeah, yeah but you know it's a, it was maybe yeah it's a slow growing mm -hmm. But uh, deep, more strong. Yeah, strong. Yeah. Uh, you guys, are you fully retired from DJing now? At the minute, <laughs> we had the chance to get enough uh, income from the company. We, uh, we yeah. you stopped. You stopped at the minute. But like, no, it's. Uh, I think uh, DJ is the really the. I mean, it's the laziest life in a way, but at the same time, the hardest uh, mm -hmm. life. Works. So it's. Yeah. Yeah, you, you like yeah. you're getting older like very quick, mm. and uh, it's uh, yeah, you take a plane, you're just like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, you get like, oh, the moment you want to go to bed, oh, no, sorry, it's just a time that we yeah. get to DJ, so just yeah. like, pff. yeah, and then like you get like an early flight or whatsoever to go to the next party, yeah. so pff. no, it's a uh, very exhausting, it's like very, yeah. How, even how long more if take? you're drinking like a, a bottle of whiskey per set it's even more yeah you have to make dancing like a thousand of people yeah. with a with a other it's even not your music you know right you yeah. play the music the other musicians made it you know right took like many years to build that song and mm -hmm. you know play that song and then we just play it to select it and then we have to make dancing the so many people yeah yeah so but it was it was it was good time obviously earlier in the interview i asked gilda and masayo why there's a connection between club culture and fashion and their response was simply that djing was just a way to make a living it was part of the job and it was good networking Now remember, this was at a time when social media didn't exist yet. Fashion has always existed symbiotically with music. And while that was the case for Maison Kitsune, nowadays we have musicians becoming designers and designers becoming musicians all the time. A lot of it stems from mutually shared passion for the craft. But what I find most interesting about Messiah and Gilda is that every part of their business has stemmed from a natural progression of events. 
from working at a record store and meeting Daft Punk to creating their own music label to traveling the world to DJing to hosting parties the two admit that it might not have stemmed from passion but more so just practicality imagine no social media no high-speed internet no smartphones your only marketing tool is face-to-face -face interactions and just like Messiah said you can meet a hundred people share your music your culture and your clothing and it's a slow grind but deeper stronger connections are made now more than 15 years later the company is still expanding remaining as one of the most effortlessly cool brands around for Messiah and Gilda out of the practicality of the night scene came their love of travel fashion and food and just expressing their everyday life into the form of a brand it was never about gimmicks or clout but more so just about their authentic love of music and the need for personal collections that built their brand so to answer that original question why is there a connection between club culture and fashion perhaps the founders of Maison Kitsune couldn't answer it because they themselves are the answer before the no waves and before no vacancy in and before Virgil and off-white and before V-Lone there was a French guy and a Japanese guy doing this out of necessity and out of that necessity a partnership was birthed how long did it take for you guys to turn Kitsune the brand into mm. something where you could actually stop doing everything else and just go full-time into the clothing line. How long did that take? Uh, good, uh, good uh, uh, eight years, I think. Yeah. Shut uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> Sticking up to any people which are interested into making yeah, a brand. Like eight even, years. Even more, perhaps. But like, it depends. Like, um, mm. uh, it takes uh, to build a brand. It depends like what kind of uh, path you want to go. Obviously, you can raise a lot of money yeah. and, like, blah, and invest a lot into marketing and mm -hmm. do... Uh, do one other brand, uh, uh, or, which is like, uh, yeah. but uh, we even is, didn't study any of those, you know, like uh, no fashion study or no mm -hmm. business school. But, uh, but I think it's taking a long time to yeah. build a brand, like a way yeah. longer than you think. If you see like brand, like obviously like uh, incredible brand like Supreme or Martin mm -hmm. Margiela, mm -hmm. I don't know how old are they, but they are in their thirties. Thirties, yeah, thirty-year-old So it looks like. A, but all these people think Supreme is like the newest, hottest brand. Yeah, but it's no. been like three plus decades. Yes. Yeah, like uh, and yeah, even yeah, so it's it, and yeah, so it take long, long. And I'm not familiar with like I don't have the full story for Martin Margiela, but like. He was really uh, struggling to make a living during a long mm. time with his own brand. At some point, like a, yeah. uh, a bigger company mm. with uh, Renzo Rosso came in and in invest into the brand. That's the only moment. He, but he was like maybe 20 years after starting, you know, right, right. that he started to make a living with the brand. So it's, uh, and, and it is Martin Margiela. So, right. so it's, um, yeah. it's, uh, it's a no, struggle. It's, it's, when you guys started out, did you formalize the um roles and responsibilities of each person like you're going to do this job i'm going to do this job not really <laughs> no <laughs> was it like we're going to be 50 50 yeah we yeah, that's yeah. we keep saying you know but you know it's um i don't know we we we, we synchronize that's for sure uh-huh so wherever whenever you yeah. know when we think about something we pretty much synchronize so there's not that much argument going on mm -hmm. and then you know there's ideas come on the table, he put out some ideas on the table. So, yo, let's go, let's get it. You know? So there's like no creative director or like, no. who's like, is there one that's more financial? One we, that's we, more... we tried to at the beginning. <laughs> okay, no. you do that, I do that, but no. I think we uh, split everything together. Really? Yeah, yeah. I find it funny when like young kids come to me wanting to start a brand with their friends and you guys can gel really well as friends, but then eventually I feel like you got to be like, someone's got to do this stuff and then someone's got to do this stuff. You, yeah. We can't all have fun. Mm. Like, someone, oh, yeah. you know? No, well, after, uh, or yes. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or yes, no, but it's not, yeah. it's not. Everyone uh, does it differently, yeah. No, no, but. Uh, and then you built your team. It, it's, uh, yes. No. So you guys, do you remember Today, like, like we, I should not say that, but like uh, today, like uh, we, we pretty much into a position if we will be, if we would like, we will not be doing anymore. In, we will be doing anything. I mm -hmm. don't know. Since like 
you set up like a company a strong a strong story right which build the way we made it so far which is now about like uh, executing it like into uh, a better way that we will Masai and I will be doing it ourselves mm -hmm. uh, in terms of like uh, if you we're talking about interior design today we have like a, a better architect than us in uh, working with us mm -hmm. inside the company we yeah. got like a better chief officer than us into the company mm -hmm, we get mm -hmm. a, a better brand manager than us into the company so we got people which are better than us that As could that, be, yeah. that that could be that could uh, or execute it, execute the brand like uh, better than we will be doing so ourselves <laughs> we're just there to, to yeah to I want like to know what you guys do now <laughs> <laughs> complaining <laughs> to still give like a certain uh, uh, vision and vision. rhythm I think like that the core things about like being like a founder of a company is a, <laughs> is a tempo and like the actual like rhythm a brand could grow and mm -hmm. like uh, and in terms of expansion how much you could be opening like store and grow the business to the idea you got of the brand awareness and the potential of the brand you know yeah. sometimes that's where like uh, there is default where like people think they are like uh, way having a better uh, brand bigger brand awareness that they actually have and they've been investing and opening too much uh, too much doors uh, too quick mm -hmm. so you need to to feel like uh, and and get into a good rhythm uh, to be sure that every door you're opening is 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 successful profitable and 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 so go into a, a, a slow pass and and go in different market like uh, in humble way where you you, you're not steady. coming up and opening 10 stores and invest in marketing and sing like people will love the brand there you know you need mm. to you Earn need it. to you yeah. need to you need to to go there like introduce the brand like in a few years do connection with the local people and uh, right and create create relation and make people know about the brand, make people desire about the brand and at some point you you say yes you know but it's kind of a, yeah it's a love relationship you're not giving all the first night because otherwise it's yeah, there's no mystery anymore. So right. it's the same thing with the brand, but you need to know that that rhythm. And I think that's where we, as founder of the brand, that that I do think is like what we we still could insufflate into the brand today. Yeah, I I founded a company, but I didn't have co-founders, so I was by myself. What are some of the pros and cons of having a co-founder and a partner from the beginning? What are you could start with pros maybe. And then you could talk about some of the challenges. Cool. Fun. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a bottle mm -hmm. as well. It's like, you know? it's, it's I like mean, your spouse, your partner. Yeah, because yeah. you, you, you found someone has the same idea, same vision than you. So, which is, you feel first lucky, mm -hmm. you feel blessed to not be able to justify yourself The yo, let's do this. And yeah. then, you know, you don't have to justify this. So you feel already like a stronger than when you are alone, mm -hmm. obviously, but you know, more you talk about ideas, more you talk, you argue about ideas, you get lost ideas. Mm -hmm. But what is good, you know, being co-founders with the same vision and same direction, it's just like, you see this and he, okay, or this, let's do it that way, but never really confrontating. Mm -hmm. So that grows in an organic way. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, the challenges will be always like, uh, when it comes to the styles or like a sense or sensitivity mm -hmm. or like the the how the idea should be built up that's a different story but that's why we have the team you know mm -hmm. doing this right but um being like uh i don't know i mean and even myself i still can't believe we're still working together you know <laughs> like uh, how many times we fight and we laugh and we i mean we didn't we never cry but <laughs> you know but there had to be in the last 15 years there had to be moments where one of you said yes and the other one said no yeah, 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 but natural. to to be no, able, it's I mean, natural. No, yeah, it's uh, it's no? it's always for the good reason. At the end of the day, mm -hmm. you know, even when not, it's the, obviously there is a lot of disagreement. No, but, but I think it's part of the deal. Like when you do mm -hmm. and you work with a partner, is a, mm -hmm. I mean, like some point, like uh, yeah, what I both, said, both yeah. should be into it in order to make it. Yeah. And if the partner is not into it, that's one reason to not doing yeah. it also. So, mm -hmm. but there is enough opportunities. Mm. And things to do that yeah. that that everybody could be happy uh, doing doing like all the stuff that we we both agree to to do uh, at that moment, you know. So right. So it's, it's, if it's 
not an agreement into certain things to do. It doesn't matter since there is already a lot to do, which we are agreeing to mm -hmm. do together. So it's a... Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's I, a, I, I envy you guys. Well, we are not faking it, you know? Yeah. That's, I mean, if that's why I think there's a certain respect, you know, there between mm -hmm. us, which is, you know, we are not faking it. We're really fully, you know, 500% every day on it. Yeah. And then that's, you know, you don't have to justify, oh, yo, I've been doing this, you know, since mm -hmm. this morning. And then you, right. you're there, you know, enjoyed it. No, I mean, because I know, I know he's working his ass off all the time and yeah, being yeah. in Paris, well, which is not, well, today he moved to Tokyo, so... <laughs> today uh, no i mean oh yeah nowadays you're in yeah, tokyo yeah yeah so you can watch them closely <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah that's uh i think that's one of the this is important you know to have the co-founders which is can be a nightmare but in the meantime it's uh, just like you know you feel you feel much more stronger yeah you know, feeling strong in this business is important because mm -hmm. you feel secure with me secure yeah, yeah that's a, secure. yeah that's a more yeah he's my uh, <laughs> that's a feminine side of it exactly it's the security blanket exactly <laughs> because there's so many big you know industry groups and then we alone on our own yeah. you know and we are part of any groups mm -hmm. neither the trend maybe neither the fashion industries group or neither the you know we we kind of outsider always yeah and they build up on our own inch by inch slowly mm -hmm. but uh today you know i do feel like we actually we surely did build you know something you yeah know? yeah so how big so it's 15 you started as the two of you how many people now are in kitsune globally uh i'm not sure i got the exact answer but i i'm not sure uh no because we got like i uh, know we have an office in <laughs> in new york and uh I have like no idea how many uh, team members we have in New York. Sorry, I okay. haven't like been asking recently the numbers. So but a like New York office, a Paris office. We have a Paris office, which is the biggest one. We have a Tokyo, Tokyo office. Mm -hmm. I know in the Tokyo office we are around like uh, 35, 40 mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. We just opened a Shanghai office mm -hmm. and uh, mainland China. And I was mm -hmm. there in um, I was there in August. Uh, there were two, but I, I saw a picture that the general manager of Maison Kitchen China shared with me uh, the other day. They were already fifteen. So, uh, <laughs> they're, so like, no. they're like rabbits. Yeah, yeah. they just keep growing. I didn't say that myself. But like, <laughs> it's uh, no. But like, it's uh, no. We are uh, I think to to good. 250 at the end or overall but depend if you include the store staff yeah the store staff I want maybe no, yeah yeah so it's a yeah it's a good number but uh, <laughs> uh Masai, do you have a guess couple but, uh, hundreds couple uh, hundreds wow but, but yeah. it's uh it's not that small actually yeah did you guys ever have a fear of growing too big i know a lot of entrepreneurs are like no. They get they get uncomfortable when they start to see people that they don't know the name of them and they oh. are pay like. Did you no. ever have a fear of growth? No. no, you were just all in. No, no, no. We don't have any. We we always been said like uh, yeah. at the beginning we were like a snob snob brand because we were small. You know, it's a time. We actually we were like uh, indeed like uh, two of us doing the brand, so we were indeed kind of a, a tiny brand. But mm -hmm. like like we've been said being like a snob because we were not seen that much so mm -hmm. it was certainly our fault but like i was just always saying but like we would have been happy to be h&m and been investing like millions in marketing and be everywhere but like we we don't have that that budget so obviously we are like tiny early mm -hmm. on but uh no i think it need to be done at the good uh good pass and the question we're asking us today and and not Masaya but myself but like he's uh he's yeah indeed like a how it could work to be big and at the same time like being also uh, uh, conscious about like uh, what everybody got in mind about yeah. like uh, uh, global warming and like uh, sustainability and mm -hmm. all of that which are questions which are complicated to handle like in terms of like um, uh, growing a business and the production and, yeah. and the logistic and uh, which are like strong subject, but I'm I'm totally uh, one million sure that anybody in the uh, clothing business uh, have the answer for that. Mm -hmm. Even so, some are things they are mm -hmm. they are like uh, eco-friendly, uh, sustainable brand. But um, uh, knowing a bit how it works, like in terms of production and things, there is mm -hmm. so far nobody got like uh, apart being greenwashing themselves. There is no uh, there is no thing. Uh, Magic, magic yet, answer. Yet, the magic answer is not yet close, your, close your business. That's no, the answer. Yeah, potentially, it's just like yeah, stopping growth and like mm -hmm. and 
And yeah, closing the business, but it's, uh, I'm not sure there is organic cotton. I'm not sure that, uh, it, I, I don't see who could be saying like that's organic cotton. Uh, I don't know. So yeah. that's, um, How like, many, uh, Mm. veggie uh, caoutchouc uh, right sure but like uh, there is still some chemical treatment to make it like as a soul you know so mm -hmm. whatsoever it's yeah uh, it's like uh, complicated okay do you know um so you failed the employee question do you know how many shops you have um no neither but like uh, <laughs> wow <laughs> that's awesome that you honestly that's awesome wait no. you my side knows the answer go ahead 22 okay 22 stores how many cafes uh, um, yeah, but like it's uh, no, we're not part of the. Uh, we're not having any commercial or like uh, <laughs> any commercial uh, what school or finance school. Uh, we also very lucky not to get into um, uh, that course of like having a growing uh, target mm. and and something to uh, some investors like uh, pushing right. us in order to open that much store and to right. to do that turnover mm. and things. So. I feel like you deliberately are not wanting to know how big the business is. No, but we know. I know <laughs> just like a roughly uh, general global income that we got and how much like turnover yeah. we're making. But like after, since uh, to answer differently, which is not to be an humble, we're opening that much store at the moment, like every day, that it's complicated to follow up and counting still. <laughs> wow, <laughs> French style. <laughs> Total French style. Yeah, yeah. I, I missed you, that. Uh, you want the humble way. No, but look, yeah. we, 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 uh, no, we're very lucky so far, but yeah. like, uh, we're opening a few stores in, in, in Korea. We are like some store going on and opening in a, we just opened a second store in Hong Kong. We are a, a, a first store, mainland China, opening in Shanghai in, in December, then mm -hmm. Beijing, then Chengdu. Uh, what else? Uh, we just opened in Osaka. We have a store coming up in Kyoto. Uh, we just opened a, a, f a five, fifth store in, or fourth store in, uh, in fifth store in Paris. Um, there is a, a good plan of like, uh, opening and like some mm. we just opened. But I think time is right. We, we've been doing and setting up a, a strong foundation for the brand and, um, mm -hmm. but it will still get reasonable and, and uh, we will not be uh, having like a, I'm not saying that because potentially, but like, I don't know. I think when we got to, uh, 30, 35 store overall, it will be uh, already mm. like uh, enough and like... Uh, you, you might be there already. You, never <laughs> now, <laughs> you should double check yeah. your website. If we could, <laughs> if we add, perhaps if we add the cafe potentially, but like, no, but uh, after it's what we want to do uh, very much down to what we do every day mm. and what we like to do. So, right. so it's... You have uh, to be happy every day, no matter what. Like, no, it's uh, yeah, what we do and uh, it's... Mm -hmm. um, so we try to 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 not take too much uh, uh, what engagement like responsibility that's uh, mm. don't need to go to the office don't need to you know don't need to go to that opening don't need to go to that fashion week don't mm. need to make this appointment you know just like uh, be as as much uh, uh, free as uh, possible right but in doing that, that means you have to have a really great team behind you doing yeah. those things. Yeah, uh, but Definitely. that's also uh, the, uh, uh, I think that the great team you having like is since letting them like uh, that space of expressing themselves and mm -hmm. freedom mm -hmm. is also, uh, I mean, like obviously it's more responsibility, but it's also um, more, uh, yeah, what's satisfying, satisfying for, for the, for the team members to be having that, uh, I'm trying to find the good word in English, but like uh, autonomy. Yeah. Certainly. Uh, yeah. Good word. <laughs> I'm still shaking by time to time what's going on, obviously. And I, I, for me, what I was saying earlier on is like the timing is a, is a core things like, uh, and, uh, and sometimes I feel we are a bit, uh, behind. So, cause it's a, it's a, it's a loop. So it's, yeah. it's like a video game, like things like, need right, to right. to be in a good reason yeah mm. do you do wholesale business or is it all direct to consumer uh, no we have a, a pretty have good uh, business uh, wholesale business also okay yeah. do you happen to know like the percentage of direct to consumer versus wholesale approximately mm, it should be uh, since we we just starting to be opening more uh, stores, stores yeah, uh, stores, yeah. Uh, i think it should be um, 
uh, still grow for it's still the wholesale is still big for us because I think it should be 60 40 mm -hmm. 60 being the wholesale and okay. 40, 40 the yeah. retail yeah. okay but it's going to go the other but way. But the other so, way yeah. is yeah. just again a chance to mm. to be more uh, self uh, self sufficient, independent yeah. at some point also. Yes. Right. Mm. Okay. We've all heard the term "slow and steady wins the race." It's a bit overused because it is one thousand percent true. I'm sure we can all think of a few brands that seem to have blown up overnight. Sometimes because all it takes is a viral moment on social media or even just the right affiliation to make a brand pop. But this isn't a podcast about how to make a brand pop. It's about how entrepreneurs build their brands to last. Take Supreme, for example. Today, it is a billion-dollar brand becoming the quintessential iconography for streetwear. Most may not know that Supreme has been around since the early 90s. That's right, this overnight sensation of a brand is actually 30 plus years old. It wasn't a brand that came out of nowhere, but actually a result of what took decades to build. We could use the same comparison with Maison Kitsune. The brand has been around since 2002, but prior to that, it took eight years to germinate and build. Gilda reminds us that you can't rush this process. He recalls, you need to go out there and introduce a brand, and in a few years, you make connections, create relationships, and make people know about the brand. You can't just create everything in the first night, or else there is no mystery. Even at a time when Maison Kitsune was a small brand or snubbed by its peers, Gilda and Messiah didn't care for a quick chase to fame. Instead, they focused on building a solid foundation through intentional relationships that eventually built brand legacy. In the world of fashion, where trends and hype can be fleeting, it is so important to have patience about the goals that you set in mind. Um, and I know you just opened the new cafe in New York City. Yeah. Uh, By the time this airs, it'll be open already. It opens this weekend, basically, yes. right? On Monday, yes. Yeah. Yes. Is the Do you treat the cafe business totally as like a separate business than the fashion business? I will not say separate. It's still under the same umbrella mm -hmm. because it's a Maison Kitsune. Yeah. But Cafe Kitsune, it took its own its own life itself yeah. because we're on the street. We mm -hmm. have the doors open and then it became a, a real brand, an yeah. entire company actually. Because right. some cafes have clothing stores connected, yeah, yeah, but yeah, some yeah. are just a cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. There is no, no rules. But like the... the yeah. No, I think the plan for us, if mm. you, because uh, underneath you were asking what's the plan for Cafe Kitsune, is, uh, is, um, no, uh, it goes it's, itself. No, but the idea is like we, we're very keen. Mm. I think FNB, food, it's, it's, uh, uh, very demand. I'm not sure to find a good word, but like, uh, you need to be very, uh, precise every mm -hmm. day. You need yeah. to, every day you need to come yep. back and redo. Uh, what you did the day before, but like even better. So, cause yeah. you got luck to satisfy all the customer in terms of welcoming, like the, 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 the food should be yep. so good. The, the, uh, the coffee should be even better. So, mm -hmm. and every day you have to redo the same, um, the kitchen, like, uh, the clean it every day. day. So yeah. just like, so it's, it's such a tough job. So, so it's another, uh, it's another things we're learning and like we, uh, we passionate mm -hmm. with, but potentially we will be very happy uh, uh, in the next uh, uh, months or so. I think by the end of the year, like by uh, by uh, December, we might have uh, more than ten cafes worldwide. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a beautiful brand, like Cafe Kitsune, and and we could see that it's having a lot of potential. So we will be keen to, to potentially find like a partner that better than us that could be working and operating Cafe Kitsune. Mm -hmm. Like a food and beverage expert. Yeah, partner. like yeah. A, I yeah. think there is a place for a, a French-Japanese answer to uh, to some like a 
beautiful brand like uh, yeah, uh, Blue Bottle or, mm-hmm. or whatsoever, uh, right. Stumpton Coffee, mixed uh, French La Durée yeah. or other mm. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, having a cafe is kind of like um, doing a Broadway show every single day. Oh, yeah, but it's a... Uh, oh, yeah. And, and, and it's a... Uh, it's like a performance. Yeah, it's, you know? it's, it's, uh, it's quite... Uh, yeah, it, you need to be uh, very um, precise and uh, in the mechanic and and find the the good way of welcoming people. Like mm-hmm. the same for yeah, to serve the food should be yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah. complicating every day. It's complicated every day. Right. It's interesting because like compared to a fashion brand, I feel like you could make if you make a mistake on one shirt and if you sell a bad shirt, your brand won't fall apart. Mm-hmm. But if you sell one bad sandwich, mm-hmm. it could literally. Take Collapse. the whole thing down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's the fun part. I think, you know, it's the, like the a, perfectionism. Yeah. yeah because, you know, that, I mean, it's, it's a services job, you know, mm-hmm. it's hospitality and yeah. that's what we aim to do. We love to please customers. Mm-hmm. Thanks to the customers, we're still here. The brands goes around like the wholesale is the same. We yeah. did it. We, you know, we do the collection. We deliver the collection and sales good. Sales through is good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Client happy. We happy, mm-hmm. you know. And then through Cafe Kitsune, started by selling coffee and tea and, and sandwiches. Today we have plates, we have, you know, sweets, we have, you know, different yeah. product through, right. but it's more alive because mm-hmm. it's right now there. So it's even better, you know, yeah. you have the feedback straight away right. and then you get better straight away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't you know, don't have to wait nine months yeah, for the it's feedback. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, no actions, no reactions. And then without reaction, you don't grow up you know yeah you stay exactly. put and then it's a that's the exciting part of the cafe kitsune mm-hmm. you know i think yeah what do you think over the past 15 years has been one of the biggest secrets to the success of kitsune success of kitsune wow sounds good <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> no Secret. but like no we no we always thought that um you Secret. never you're never there yeah. you know you, yeah. i mean like you yeah. And you do feel that like going too fast and like being too much there in the radar and mm-hmm. to be too much like seen is mm-hmm. also uh, make you uh, go fast also from, I don't know. It's comp- I think like yeah, brand could be super hype and having a big following mm-hmm. and it's kind of like two, three years time. And yeah. then like, mm-hmm. there is another one which is cooler, which is coming up. Like mm-hmm. people want new things. People want like a new brand. Yeah. yeah. So there is this new newness uh, things like cycles. Like we didn't want to enter into it. So mm-hmm. we, we, uh, we, we, kind of get like a we took the wave but like not like on the we kind of the uh, not on the top of the wave we just Got like you. we just you never want to be like the hottest no, thing on planet no, earth no 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 <laughs> one day but like uh, it will be one day. but you need to be ready that day because it's yeah. uh that you get one chance and and you need to be ready to deliver and like yeah. to get right. the chance for people to see you and get the chance to buy because some people some brands have been super hot mm-hmm. and and the moment they are um, ready and they, they got a good way of producing uh, good distribution uh, oh uh, people are gone to another brand so you need to be uh, yeah. having a like, good logistic in place a good distribution in place mm-hmm. uh, opportunity for people to get a chance to buy your brand before being like hot otherwise mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. people are gone like the moment you are hot I mean like the moment you are not, not hot, hot. Yeah. <laughs> so your secret seems to be like slow and steady rhythm like, yeah mm-hmm. rhythm Rhythm mm-hmm. is the core thing, like, uh, yeah. and I always wonder, like, brands, you know, which are getting so popular and so, so, yeah, hype, hip, yeah. and, and I know that there is a issue in terms of, like, uh, After the hype pro- production, production, like, uh, manufacturing, logistic, mm-hmm. distribution, mm-hmm. so, and, and cash also early on to, to pay all those production ahead, yeah. so, it, you need to be ready in, uh, when it's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you, do you agree? It might be never happening to us. I bet it's fine. It's just <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> we don't need like to be like a uh, Bear Arno and sit in f- on 50 billion uh, a year. Right. No, bi- no, billion? Yeah. yeah 50 billion. billion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what two, is, No, 200 billion. 200 billion? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, don't, we don't give a shit. No, but I don't know <laughs> why he's doing with that much money, you know? Mm. Buying brands. <laughs> yeah, but like to do what? No, I don't think it's uh, that's not like uh, the way we see life. We don't need to to yeah. be own to own that much and to be so rich. It's not like very important. I don't think. Right. Mm. What do you think is the secret, Messiah? I mean, it's um, it. I think it's our curiosity. Mm-hmm. You know, being curious, being curious. It's probably the motto. 
you know, mm-hmm. like keep you going on. And yeah. then, you know, if you're not curious anymore, I think, you know, what you keep creating or absorbing, you know, expressing get bo- boring, I think. You right. Know? Because you, today, you know, I mean, at that time we, we started, obviously the Google was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, you can check everything. Yeah. But even that before we, when we started, it was magazines or media or what. But today, to get any information, any trend, any whatever happening, one click, you can mm-hmm. see it on, on your phone, you yeah. know. And then you, your curiosity gets slowly, slowly damaged, you know. Yes. And then your memory gets damaged, mm-hmm. your souvenir and all this. It's, it's not solid, you know. Right. It's very light. Because but, you know you can always get yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, and so you forgot to be curious and then, you know, looking after something, you know, mm-hmm. go deeper, you know. This makes it harder to go yeah. deeper. So I think the, the, the way how we built, we went so deep mm-hmm. to coming back from the deepness. It's so, <laughs> so that's why it slowed down or maybe yeah. the way we grew, but that's probably the secret or I don't know. Yeah. I feel that way maybe, you know, right. and then we still, you know, I mean, we're still curious. We're always looking for, I mean, he's always making me discovering new brand and new, new, new things always mm-hmm. all the time. You know? Yeah. And it's sometimes I wonder, cause you know, my brand is also t- like 20 plus years as well. But I wonder, thank you. But I wonder if like, is it better to do it this way where you just grind slowly and surely, but then you see these other brands that in three years they made $300 million and then it collapsed, fine, it's dead. But Mm. they're also sitting on their boat like yeah. you know like so i'm like which way would have been better <laughs> oh, man it's the, yeah, but it's they're all, also bored now like they don't know oh, what yes. to do you know so yeah, i don't know a, if you ever thought about that is it do your t-shirt do it dough it's, do. it's a chinese do. chinese shanghai brand, brand. Ah, yeah, yeah shanghai brand i met them last like time. one of the best stores in shanghai oh yeah but mm. uh, they might sell your brand I, no, i'm not don't. sure but i met those guys last time Hopefully. i went to shanghai okay cool i think they do yeah. sell your brand i didn't know they were going outside of uh, china cool they don't know oh, but I, you wear there yeah i go there mm-hmm. okay <laughs> i only like to wear brands that no one else like, <laughs> knows about oh no sorry i know so, it <laughs> yeah your curiosity. curiosity yeah exactly keeps you fresh yeah yeah but i guess it's a uh, for you guys it's it's the only way huh to to do it slow and steady and and keep curious mm. I don't know. We could choose all the ways, certain moment of our life, but um, as it's our our style of living. I mean, it's you know people start to say lifestyle brand, you know, yeah. or a couple of years, right. you know. But we've been doing this. It's really our way of living, you know, yeah. traveling, yeah. passionate by the music, loving clothing, mm-hmm. and then enjoy the cafe and the food, and you know, all this. It's a part of our life. That's dope. So we're just expressing our every day, and then we just connect to the business, and then. For now, you know, a lot of people just, just they might enjoy it. Yeah. So we keep going. In. Right. But if you, you know, we start opening, I don't know, the next cafe and then in LA, I don't know. And then nobody show up. Say, okay, it's time to go. <laughs> okay. You know, <laughs> right. has to do, do something else. Right. Right. Yeah. But until today, yeah, you know, people showing love to us. It's cool. It's like uh, people keep coming back. And then, you know, even, even today, like uh, we're finishing the West Village, you mm-hmm. know, and then it's so hard this neighborhood because so many professionals and the veterans and yeah. of food and beverage, tough neighborhood, yep, you know? Yep. And everybody's just like coming to you. Wow, it's exciting, it's new, you know, welcome to the neighborhood, blah. So you you feel that energy, mm-hmm. you know, real or not, yeah. Still, you know, makes you feels good. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, you wanna do more, right. you know? And 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 that's it. So I think uh, yeah, I think we are enjoying it and then we never, we never get bored of kitsune, doing kitsune. Mm. I mean, we're doing kitsune. We can keep going doing kitsune. But um, if we start get bored, I don't know. It's uh, maybe that time, yeah, we will have not have the same conversation. Right. But it hasn't happened yet. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a ton of things to do and on the list right. to get better, better version of what we've been doing. You know, training days of the 15 years done now, the foundation solid. So let's build, you know, wow. maybe. You know, larger Train, scale. Fifteen-year training day. That's yeah, crazy. it's pretty long. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for your time. That was awesome. No, thank you. Having yeah, us. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, it's cool. Au revoir. Au revoir. Yeah, ouais, merci. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode with the founders of Maison Kitsune, Gilda Luek and Messiah Keroki. You can subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Also, do us a solid, leave a rating and comment and tell us what you think of this show. We now have almost 600 reviews and a five-star rating. That is amazing. Thank you to all who left a review. And also, if you have any friends interested in fashion, retail, or music, tell them about this episode. I think they're going to be into it. We occasionally answer listener questions on the show. So if you have a question, shoot it over to me on Twitter or Instagram. I'm at Jeff Staple. Our associate producer is Christina Hong. Photography for this episode was captured by Ali Imam. As always, you can find out more about the show and listen to other episodes at hypebeast.com slash radio. This episode was recorded before the COVID-19 pandemic at the Staple headquarters in New York City. The interludes were recorded during the stay in shelter policies to combat the spread of Corona. And so we do apologize for any possible subpar audio. We're doing the best we can to continue to bring you the stories that inspire. Thanks again for listening. I'm Jeff Staple. This is the Business of Hype on Hype Beast Radio.